Hello everybody and welcome to the deep end. My name is Bryce and today we're going to be covering the top 16 wide receivers in the NFL. I got my list here with me. Uh and yeah, let's let's get into it. Uh season 2, the first official episode of season 2. Um I also again can't thank you guys enough for getting me to where I am. Uh but before we hop into this, a quick word from our sponsor. Back to the list of the top 16 wide receivers. Uh, season 2, Episode 2, going into the NFL next season. I want to give a quick honorable mention to Jarvis Landry. He really showed everybody that he can be a great receiver, and he is a great receiver. Although some people have do think that he is a sidekick to Odell. I do not. Jarvis Landry will be better than Odell this season. Uh, next honorable mention is Odell Beckham Jr., <laughs> Uh, it really sucks to see Odell getting worse and worse every year. Although he is still a good receiver, uh, he is not going to be on this list in a few years, which it really pains me to say because I love Odell. Coming in at our next honorable mention, it really I could not really decide if I wanted to put him on this list or not. He is so good, he's so young, but I decided he would stick in the honorable mentions for now. I have Kenny Galladay of the Detroit Lions. I don't need to say anything, do I? Like He's Kenny Galladay, man. He is a beast, and he's really showed us that he can become one of the best wide receivers in the league, like top 10, top 5. Now to the actual list. The first spot, number 16, Keenan Alan. Now I'm going, off the, I'm going for these spots off the general populace. Now, the general populace is going to be overlooking Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, and looking at Justin Sherbert. Yeah, that's what I call him. So, more people, since Justin Sherbert is getting better and better, and he's six foot six and a monster, uh, he's going to be getting a lot more attention from the Chargers than Keenan Allen. And since the general populace is going to be looking at Justin Sherbert, Keenan Allen will be getting much the credit for still making the Chargers pretty good. Uh, but I just still I do still think he is a top sixteen wide receiver. He deserves to be on this list. Although he isn't the fastest, he has a tight end body. He can really catch that ball and he knows he knows his route every time. He knows what he's doing. He's a monster. Coming in at our number 14, 14 our number fourteen spot. Fifteen spot. Sorry, I can't count. I have Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh yeah, my friend is with me right now. Uh, he is a huge Justin Jefferson fan, but I can't let him talk or else he'll ruin the audio. Uh, he's a huge Justin Jeff- Jefferson fan, and I was mad at me because I put him here. But Justin Jefferson, yes, he is young. Yes, he is quick. Yes, he has good hands. Yes, he knows what he's doing. Kind of, sort of, not really. Uh, but Justin Jefferson does deserve to be on this list. He is a great receiver, although Adam Thielen is still better than him. Uh, I feel like... Justin Jefferson is kind of like the sidekick to Adam Thielen, but in a few years, Justin Jefferson will probably be in the top 10 on this list, maybe even top 7, 6, around there. Justin Jefferson is a great receiver. Um, he has great hands, and he, he does deserve to be on this list. Oh, gosh. My nose is pretty stuffy. Uh, coming in at number 14 spot. Not number 14. Remember, I know how to count. Sort of. Uh, Scary Terry McLaurin of the football team. Screw that. I'm just calling them the Redskins. I don't care if I get canceled, but no. They're, they're the Redskins. Come on, guys. Terry McLaurin with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, one of the most underrated quarterbacks. He's actually very good. Uh, throwing to Terry McLaurin 
He's going to be catching a lot more passes, looking a lot better. Tyron McCorn is going is a beast. Scary Terry deserves to be on this list. He is so quick. He actually knows what he's doing. He has probably one of the best young IQs I've ever seen. And his routes are so sharp. He's just so crafty on the ball. And if, if he sees that ball up in the air, he is sprinting to the other field to go grab it. No matter if his teammate is already there, he's going to grab it. That's just how good of hands he has. Uh, but coming in at number 13 spot, I have Calvin Ridley of the Falcons. Calvin Ridley is a beast, and he's going to be catching a lot more passes this uh, season with the disappearance of Julio to the, to the Titans. I will get to A.J. Brown, um, why that's affecting him in a, in a few minutes. But uh, Calvin Ridley is going to be catching a lot more passes from a still pretty good Matt Ryan. It's going to be really fun to see. Calvin Ridley has so much potential. Um... And just like all, just like all the other young receivers that I've been talking about, his routes are insanely sharp. I feel like he has really learned from Julio and can become like a top five receiver in honestly a few years. He has so much potential, insane amount of potential. He is literally the Patrick Mahomes of receivers. That is probably like the most unpopular opinion I've ever said on this entire podcast, but I don't care. That's my opinion. Uh, but yeah, coming in at number 12, I have Chris Godwin. It's not Goodwin, those of you people who think they know what they're saying. It's Chris Godwin. Uh, Chris Godwin is a great receiver, and him and Mike Evans really carried the bus last season. If I don't think, if they didn't have Tom Brady and they just got like a, a decent quarterback, I think they still would have made the playoffs and probably still gotten to like the conference championship, maybe even Super Bowl. Tom Brady really didn't do anything for the Bucks. It was all Mike Evans, all Chris Godwin, all their defense. Chris Godwin deserves to be on this list. Number 12, 13, I forgot what number he is. He changed it. But uh, yeah, Chris Godwin is so good. Uh, and he, his vertical is insane. And his nice hands match with his insane vertical and speed makes for one of the best receivers I've ever seen because he can just jump up no matter what position he is. He's grabbing the ball and he just sprints down the sideline for a touchdown. It's insane to watch. I love Chris Godwin so much, even though he beat he beat my beloved Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But we don't talk about that, okay? This is a, a family-friendly channel here. We don't talk about the absolute murder of the Chiefs, okay? Coming in at number 11, I have Adam Thielen of the Minnesota Vikings. Like I said, I feel like Justin Jefferson is more of a sidekick to Adam Thielen, although in a few years, Justin Jay will definitely be better than Adam Thielen. I just feel like Adam Thielen is, has a better IQ, takes it, takes his time, but still really like bursts with energy and gets to that touchdown, gets to that pass no matter what he's doing. Uh, his routes are so well run. His... His IQ is amazing, just like any veteran receiver, but like two times better. Uh, and yeah, Adam Thielen does deserve to be on this list. Coming in at our number 10 spot, I have Allen Robinson the second. Just Allen Robinson. I don't know why. I have met a few people in my life who have literally called this guy. Oh yeah, Allen Robinson the second is a great receiver. Yes, he is, but you don't need to call him that. Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears going into some of his first seasons. Holy crap, he is insane. He is a monster. And with the potential of Justin Fields, he's going to be catching way better accurate, way better passes, way more accurate passes 
than those of Mitrubisky. And it's going to be awesome, absolutely awesome to see, okay? Uh, yeah, Allen Robinson, kind of like uh, kind of like Keenan Allen, although he isn't the fastest. It seems like he's the fastest because of how concise his routes are and how how much he really plans out what he's doing before he does it. Um, coming in at number nine, I said I'd get this get to this kid uh, later because why Julio would affect him. Coming in at number nine, AJ Brown. He would be in the top like eight or the top like six, honestly. But with the addition of Julio, he won't be catching as much passes, and we are going off of how the receiver will play. So with AJ Brown not catching not catching most of the passes as he usually would, he won't be getting as much stats, and he won't be looking good, and then he'll eventually uh, not be in that conversation anymore. But AJ Brown is still a great receiver going into his, what, second or third season, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he is a monster. Uh, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, wow. that Ryan Tannehill, geez, is an absolute monster of a quarterback. Way, way more underrated than he should be. Uh, AJ Brown deserves to be on this list. I know I said that about everybody, but all, all the receivers are good these days. It's, it's, did I just say these days? Guys, I think I'm turning 80. I don't, I don't like this. It's weird. Uh... But I did turn 12 yesterday, so I am getting there only, oh, what, 68 more years? Wow. Okay. Not like I want to be 80 or anything, but coming in at number eight, we have Mike Evans. He's six foot five, not very fast at all, but can certainly ruin your day receiver. Does anything else not have to be said? He can truck linebacker. He's literally, he's literally the Derrick Henry of receivers. Although he isn't the fastest... He can ruin your day with a stiff arm or just completely trampling you. And not to mention, Mike Evans can make some spectacular catches when he's... Oh my gosh, I can't talk. I have to hiccups. When he's in the air. Like, Mike Evans is just an absolute beast of a receiver and can knock you over with just a little flick. Coming in at number seven, we have Slam Boy himself, Michael Thomas. I feel like he's getting a little too much hate. And although I don't think he's underrated... He's getting a little too much hate for being slant boy. But my, Michael Thomas is a great receiver. He is the number seven spot. And although most of his routes are slants, think about that. He wants them so concise that they keep doing them because no one can guard them. Do you see why they keep doing slants? Because nobody can guard the slants. Because it's Michael Thomas. He wants his routes so concise. He, he knows what his defender is going to do before they even do it. So he gets a little step on them, and just really, literally runs by them. That's why he gets so many catches, because first of all, his speed and his hands and his vert just gets up there and catches the ball no matter what. Coming in at number six spot, we have Stefan Diggs. Really proved to the Vikings that they shouldn't have gotten rid of him no matter what, because he turned into this. With Josh Allen at QB, I know I put him at number 10 for the QB rankings, but now looking back, he's probably like a seven or six. He's so good. And Stefan Diggs, really carried the Bills to almost beating the Chiefs. Uh, and you guys saw the clip of Stefan Diggs watching the Chiefs celebrate the AFC victory, forcing himself to watch that. That shows that he's going to be out for blood this season. That shows that... Oh my gosh, I'm sorry I did that. I just probably gave you guys all ear rape. <laughs> I got really close to my mic. Um, but 
That shows that he's out for blood. That shows that he is going to do... This is probably going to be his best season. This next season. Stephon Days is going to be an absolute beast. And I th feel like the AFC is going to be scary to watch. Not scary. But fun. Um... Yeah, Stefan deserves to be on this. He probably has the most. He probably has one of the biggest wide receiver work ethics in the entire league. Stefan Diggs is a monster. Now, time for the top five. Coming at number five, we have a player that had so much hype, but then people, but now people think he's kind of overrated. But I do not, because he's still one of the best receivers in the league. Hence, why he's top five. DK Metcalf coming in at number five. DK is the next Megatron. He is what six foot four. Like 200, 200 something pounds. In con he's literally Mike Evans, but faster. Derrick Henry, but stronger. Like, dude, insane is what we're talking about here. DK is so good. Like, DK can absolutely ruin your day, just like Mike Evans. And we all saw that clip of him completely just. Annihilating Buddha Baker, but Buddha Baker, Buddha Baker. How the frick do you say his name? Uh, when he got the interception, he was running. Oh my god, that was. I actually watched that game. That was insane to see. But I just kind of turned the game off after that because. <sighs> wow, that was like, I died because of how shocking that was. Like D I, DK Metcalf, his like he can get around you no matter what. He can literally just if you try to jam him. He's going to jam you back, and you're going to fly. Like, And then he just runs it around, catches it, and takes it for a touchdown because nobody can stop him. Coming in number four, we have Julio Jones. I know, preposterous. He should be number one. He should be number two. At least top three. No. No, 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 no. <sighs> Julio's getting old. It sucks to say, but Julio's getting old. He still, he still is one of the best receivers in the league. That's why he's number four, but... Why am I speaking negative about him? He's, he's top four receiver. Let's speak some good about Julio. One toss, one of the tallest verticals, one of the highest verticals in the league, if I am not mistaken. One of the fastest receivers in the league, one of the fastest players in the league. His hands are amazing. I think we all just need to appreciate the happiness that Julio has brought all of us, Falcons fan or Falcons fans or not. Julio, thank you so much for bringing us all this happiness. It's gonna be. It's really. It's really gonna suck to see you retire. But let's not talk about that right now, because I'm kind of getting kind of sad. Julio is a beast. Obviously, he's gonna be on this list. You can't dispute this. But it does kind of feel sad to put him at number four because here's go. Here's number one. Not debatable at all. But slide past this. Coming in at number three, I have Devante Adams. We have the dad himself. That's what I call him because his first name begins with a D and then, and then the first two letters in his last name begins with AD. So I call him dad. I know that sounds really freaking weird. But yeah, Devontae Adams himself. With Aaron Rodgers not really wanting to play with the Packers, he probably won't put that won't put too much effort in the season. So Devontae might not be looking as good as he was last season. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is still... Looking like he will be traded because he's demanding a trade. He's literally in the driver's seat of the Packers organization. Devontae is a beast. Devontae is a beast. Devontae is number three. 
End of discussion. People are going to say, oh, no, he's higher. Oh, no, he's lower. I don't care. Devontae's number three. Coming in number two, we have the cheetah himself, Tyreek Hill. Blasphemous. I know. No, it's not. Tyreek Hill, the fastest player in the league, might I add. Although, although he hasn't been catching as many passes, he started catching passes again. And it's freaking beautiful to watch. Tyreek Hill can just run down the sideline and burn you without any trouble in the world. All he needs is a dime from Patrick Mahomes, which he will get, and then, boom, he's gone. Now, people are going to say, oh, well, he was terrible in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was. But we're going into the next season. And in the regular season, Tyreek Hill is always, always a monster. And just for saying that, I'm going to flick you. Boom, I flicked you. Okay, coming in at number one. Obviously, by the marks of, uh, like, crossing off people, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Byron Pringle. No, I'm joking. We have DeAndre Hopkins at number one. Obviously, he deserves to be on this list. People calling it the Hail Murray. It is the D-Hop. It is. It really emphasizes the hop. Like, and no, I just came up with it. I, I did just come up with that on the spot. I'm not even joking. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a beast. His route running is so concise. He's been in the league for a while. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to get around most defenders. Uh, his IQ is insane. He runs his route so concisely. He has some of the best hands in the league. He, he, no, he has the best hands in the league. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I don't really need to say anything else, do I? But this has been an awesome episode, guys. I hope you agreed with my list and most importantly i hope you enjoyed this episode of the deep end season two i will see you guys in the next one bye